Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast. We start things off talking to our good friends Kinara, who come to join us about their amazing take on, I suppose, traditional Punjabi folk music with a contemporary twist. It's really amazing. Um, plus we talk about loads of other random, vaguely music related things, but they were brilliant to talk to what they're doing is so so important uh, and fascinating and brilliant it sounds amazing uh, so that was really really good fun we probably could have spoken for hours and hours and hours but we do also have a show to do so we had to end it at some point we did we got right into the music we went in with a big heavy part one as per tradition as it were um states and uh, and it's really good it takes you on a bit of a journey in there as well we've got three no less than three NMS exclusives this week, one of which is the Operation Neptune's Beer Track uh, that we play in this part one. The other two are coming later in part two, but we have proved once again that New Music Saturday is the place to hear brand new music by independent artists first. Not all this BBC introducing will maybe come back to you in six months and play your song rubbish. We are the pioneers. We are doing this first. There's a statement of it. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much for listening and engaging and enjoying the show, engaging with and enjoying the show. Uh, we absolutely love you for it and we love doing it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, what your reaction to this will be because I think it's one of the best interviews we've ever done. And I'm looking forward to part two as well, guys. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Devious service Luhai New Music Saturday Novo Mozichna Sobota This is Homer Simpson. You're listening to New Music Saturday. Woohoo! Welcome to New Music Saturday. It's myself, Dr. Bones, and Mike Five. Canera will be joining us shortly. Uh, there's fishing up the gig, so they'll let us know when they're ready. But uh, until then, what's going on, Mike? Hey, brother. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I've had a busy, but I think productive week. Living the dream a little bit. Um, and looking forward to chatting to uh, Canera about 
whatever the hell they do because it's kind of crazy <laughs> so yeah man i'm all good how are you well not too bad actually just before um coming set up uh <clears throat> i left the dogs outside because it's nice out right now right so they're just lying out back in the sun and, and i go back there and i see willa and looking around for reenie i don't see reenie and i what's up for it nothing happens and then i hear a little bit of a bump i was like willa where's your sister <laughs> <laughs> and those two, I think I told you last week, had dug a pretty nice hole going under the deck, and uh, she made it through. Oh, she fuck. was she was under the deck, and I was calling, and I was like, oh, like, give me a fucking heart attack, right? It's like, because like, she gets stuck in there. I mean, I do have like a, an electric saw to get through if I need to, but it's like, holy fuck, man, seriously. Jesus. And then, uh, <laughs> but I'm calling, and she's not coming because she's, I guess, my church, my church trying to find her way back or through, or it's just kind of being stubborn, you know. But yeah, yeah. I say the treat bag. She comes running and says, like, oh, thank God. Like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> That's the way to do it. <laughs> but little shit. And I, I, was, I do have the dirt to fill. I just haven't done it yet. So I'm going to have to do that tonight. <laughs> look like I'm fucking. <laughs> yes, it might look a little creepy, you know. Like, but like... <laughs> I just got this image of you doing it late at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. You saw nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. We we tried to dig out, right? Now, you've seen the size of my garden. It's yeah. not very big, yeah? We tried to dig out a pond, which was basically about kind of three foot by two foot um, in, in the garden. And, and we kind of, like, dug this hole and just went, nah, this isn't going to work. And then the hole just fucking stayed there for ages. Uh-huh. <laughs> so eventually, the other day, I was like, I'm, I'm filling in the hole. I have to fill in the hole. That's what you said. Like, you know, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's all the dirt everywhere, and then you fill it, and you get, oh no, it doesn't. It's not. It's not full. So I have to go and buy more dirt, and you think this is ridiculous. Like it's a garden, it's full of dirt, but I have to go and buy more to fill this fucking hole that we dug in some moment of madness. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, it's been filled now. So happy days. <laughs> actually, you know what? Speaking of stuff like that, this is actually uh, uh, ten times that. So um, about uh, let's say. 12 years ago, roughly, like when I bought my first house, <clears throat> when I was looking, there's this one house literally owned by a trust funder, and that's nowhere of a lie. Right. So, so the bank was selling for her, right? And she had decided that she wanted to try to dig a pool in her backyard. Yep, didn't really work out too well. <laughs> so, so the, 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 my experience of doing that on a small scale is it does yeah, not work no, out. Th- well. th- no, this was, this was like tenfold. I'm sure it's like the, like the entire yard, so I just like, it's. She Fuck. tore it up and made it look horrible. And I guess she was a big Paris Hilton fan because there was a lot of stuff around the house related to Paris Hilton. It's like, oh my god, like definitely not this one, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I think I'll leave this one. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like, that. First thing you have to do is fill in the rest of the garden. <laughs> yeah, like oh man, like it was torn up big time. And it was a decent sized yard too, like so it was like it was pretty messed up. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, then, I mean what can you do? That's just what some people are like, I suppose. Right. Well, you know, and even... Um, uh, oh, I, sorry. I'm just going to one second. Yeah. Carry on. So, <laughs> but um, what I was saying is before I bought the house I'm in right now, like, a couple of houses I looked at, there's one, it was decent size. Like, like oh, it's got a fence in the yard, but it's like, yeah, well, I'm kind of just like almost within spitting distance of like a, like a little industrial area, like a car repair shops. Like, is it going to get loud out here? And like, you know, it's a fence and area kind of kind of big, but there's a lot of kind of crap around it that are not gonna want, not not gonna make the dogs want to go out too often. So, um, 
Yeah, so I think Mike is just grabbing something um, he ordered uh, either DoorDash or Uber Eats, so he's probably picking that up right now. And like I said, uh, Kinara will email us when they're ready because they, they were playing a gig tonight. And I just uh, just got an email uh, from Canaris, so we're going to call them in one moment here. Excellent, excellent. Sorry, I just had to dash to the door. Well, no, I, I can explain that already, so... <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I, I, I got you. <laughs> I, I got you covered. So the terrible thing about this, like, is that so I sometimes uh, like co-guest host the um, uh, the you haven't heard this new uh, you haven't heard this music yet podcast. The, the almost the exact same thing happened last time we recorded that. So I think tomorrow the episode's coming out where. I'm late because I was ordering a pizza. <laughs> but that was that was because I fucked up some chicken. It was off or whatever. I think. Uh, but this time was um, I was busy and forgot to eat dinner. Anyway, we don't need to talk about my personal yeah. life. Let's continue with yeah. the music. And uh, fun. Yeah. I will be uh, <laughs> um, getting to them in one second. I'm so sorry. They just messaged me a DM. Me too. Okay. All right. Okay, we will call. In, in a minute. I don't want, I'm not saying it out loud, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beauty of doing this live. Right. Everyone gets to hear all this e- mess. Exactly. <laughs> well, things, you know what? Um, uh, I did, uh, did add them to Skype, and uh, I'm just not coming up. So I'm trying to get the, the email again here. With the... Oh, there we go. So just give me one moment here, and I'll get them up there so we can add them to the call. Cool. Yeah, I do apologize because I did, like I said, I did add them, um, and uh, for some reason, sorry, oops, nope, it's a T. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna say this all out, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hello. Hi, good, thanks. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good. Like, can I say hi? Hello, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating. It's really, really unprofessional. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> hello. Hello. Hello, hello. How's it going? Good. Good, thank you. We uh, just excellent. finished a gig. Right yeah, how was your gig? How was it? It was really good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Good, yeah. Cool. Where where was it? What were you um, what were you playing? So we it was in a record shop called the Vinyl Whistle. Nice in Leeds, yeah, nice. and uh, we just um, we had a support act first, and then we played for an hour. So yeah, it was good. It was a very yeah. lovely gig. It was <laughs> fantastic. Well, um, just you know, this is kind of um different for us meaning normally we have the band on before we go live so we are live right now i'm sure you know that but uh just the Whoa. so um oh don't worry about okay, it so, we haven't said anything, anything no 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 don't okay. worry about it <laughs> don't worry about it so why don't not much you can't yeah. say about it. <laughs> so uh let's introduce our guest mike so uh welcome canera so if you guys want to um uh one by one introduce yourselves and uh what instrument you, or what you do in the band yeah okay um so I'm Satnam, and I'm the uh, singer I'm, in Kinara. I'm Simon Henry, the drummer. 
And I'm John Hogg, uh, play guitar. Well, guys, that's officially welcome to, to New Music Saturday. So, uh, uh, it's very interesting, when, when he says your first song, uh, I'd never heard anything like it, and it caught my attention right away. And I, I just, I think my first question is, what, is how did you guys kind of come together as a band and decide to kind of go this musical route? Um, okay, so I will uh, tell you how we came together. So um, John and I studied uh, classical Indian music together um, uh, a while ago. So <laughs> uh, that's how John and I know each other. And then Simon, we met through... Um, Crazy through- Bob. <laughs> Crazy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was trying to be diplomatic about it and be like a colleague that I used to work with, but yeah. It's okay. It's, it's okay because there's a guy in my street called Creepy Bob. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, John, do you want to answer how we decided oh. to go down this musical? Do I want to answer? Yeah. Well, um, I think you should because you right. started the okay, thing. I, <laughs> okay, so um, I, I'm from a Punjabi heritage and um, I really love Punjabi folk songs and old Punjabi songs, which you don't really hear much anymore now. Um, so I felt that those types of songs would be lost um, and they would kind of die out with with the next generation. Um, Mm. So I wanted to bring those types of songs to a wider audience um, by making them sound appealing and up-to-date. Right. I guess. Yeah. Um, So sometimes you listen to the older songs and the music is a bit... I, I think it probably wouldn't appeal to, like someone from a younger generation now um so we wanted to try and do something different and also bring these like punjabi language songs to to a wider audience to a western audience well you know what um like i said it was a common attention right away and i did go ahead and buy the cd as well so uh thank you for saying that over that was great and uh you're welcome but i just it just it was so different to me and that's what this show is all about is playing different music from Lodi around the world. I know you guys are in the UK, but you know what I mean, that sort of deal. And and we come upon something like this, like, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot, yeah. I'm really interested because I guess, so I listen to a lot of folky kind of stuff, but it's mostly probably English and Irish because my heritage is Irish. Um, kind of folk, and it's, it, it, it doesn't feel like it will die out when I listen to, you know, traditional Irish songs that my grandparents listened to and their grandparents probably wrote or whatever. Um, but it's interesting that you say that, that, you know, that some of those folky songs from you know, from the Punjab are, you know, potentially sort of fading away. Is, is that a Western thing? Like, are they still popular in India or is it I just... Think that, um, I think Bangra has taken over a lot. Um, uh, yeah, of so like the right. younger generations will listen to Bangra, they listen to Bollywood. So you have like Punjabi songs in Bollywood films and stuff as well. Right, but, right. But I think the older ones, like so older ones, you have traditional songs that you sing at weddings and other things. Um, but I think like um, 
it's normally the older ladies that sing these songs um, mm. and anyone kind of below the age of, you know, 30 might not know them. Um, having said that, I'm not saying everyone doesn't know them. I'm sure there'll always be people who are interested in that sort of thing, like I am, so I'm interested yeah. in Punjabi folk songs. So I'm, oh, I'm sure there'll always be, you know, people who are interested and want to explore that area, but I just feel that, like, not not a lot of people do nowadays. It's really interesting. It's a it's an amazing way to preserve what is presumably hundreds of years of tradition, if not more, um, but also it sounds like I wouldn't have known unless it was in the email or on Bandcamp. I wouldn't have necessarily known they were old songs. I would have thought they, because the way you've, you know, the the um, the arrangement and the the way that you guys are playing them, it just sounds feels really, you know, modern and up to date and brilliant. In a, you know, in, in the way that folk music still obviously sounds traditional, but mm. I would have, you know, I wouldn't know that you hadn't written some of them you know what I mean yeah um, no. <laughs> which is pretty cool I think you've done a, an amazing job with that like to, to kind of you know it's what bands like the Fairport Convention do I know you, you did she yeah. moved through the fair as well but yeah you know, I'm a massive Fairport fan it's exactly what they do they sort of dig in tradi- tradition and then they also create their own music and, and sort of create tradition but I love it I think it's fascinating what, what wonderful things it is brilliant Thank you. That wasn't a question, sorry. Was... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's really cool. You must be really passionate about it, though, like to, to, to want to go to that length to do it. You must absolutely love it, I guess. I do. Um, I do. Um, so music is something that, you know, I've always done in some way. Um, so I started off learning, like, Sikh hymns um, when I was younger mm. carried that on then yeah. I did like uh, classical Indian music um, and yeah and then it was after that that I really kind of discovered Punjabi mm-hmm. folk because uh, when I was growing up I think my family were more religious right. so I heard a lot of religious singing but when I discovered Punjabi folk I think that was definitely my thing now, this this might be oh, I wouldn't say a weird question, but um, is Punjabi close to Hindi? Like, as far as... um, there it's um, I think it sounds similar to someone who doesn't know the difference, right? Um, but it is different. Like, I I can understand some Hindi, but not all of it, and I probably couldn't speak it very well you sung a little bit though. <laughs> i've sung a little bit in hindi because that when you learn classical indian music your compositions yeah. are in hindi okay. but i think um i still sound more like a punjabi <laughs> person speaking <clears throat> hindi there's like yeah it's uh, it is a different well, a different way of speaking it's like if i tried to speak french or something <laughs> like that, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> or if i tried to speak french <laughs> well, the, the reason why I was asking is my my buddy Yogesh, uh, uh, he's, he's Indian, speaks Hindi, so I was just I was just curious like how much of a difference there there was. I like, could just so it was more a curiosity question because I did ask him the other day because like oh there's little, little differences here and there, but it's not that great of a difference. Just enough that you may or may not understand if they're speaking Punjabi as opposed to Hindi. So yeah, I, I think yeah, either you either you will understand or you just won't i think it's yeah certain words you will understand but maybe not the whole thing so i'm kind of curious obviously as a um 
you know, complete newcomer to this. Like, you sent this music that I've never heard before, which is a bit like if you ever watch MasterChef and they go, oh, I've never tasted that before. And you go, how have you never tasted that before in 20 years of doing MasterChef? But when you sent this to your music, I was like, I've never heard anything like this before. Um, so I'm curious, like, what are the songs, obviously particularly the songs in Punjabi where I couldn't work it out. Mm-hmm without learning the language. So what are some of the themes? What are some of these songs about? Because it all sounds very positive, but a lot of fake music in my experience is usually not positive. Uh-oh. <laughs> so so when that, that reaction says it all. But, you know, English folks are the same, right? It's, it's not often, it's often quite dark or political or whatever. But what are some of the themes of these songs then? So, um, <laughs> as with, I guess, any type of folk songs, they are about love um betrayal and classic yep. women not being very happy with their other halves is a is a quite a big theme in <laughs> 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 not, not swinging that one abandoned abandoned yeah, yeah that type of <laughs> some of them are happy Gali rang was happy <laughs> yeah is that the only one? I think that's <laughs> the, only, the only one I can think of the top of my head that's that's a happy one. Oh, Even Badri's got a bit of a, a depressing theme. Yeah. yeah, it sounds happy, but it's... <laughs> that's exactly why I asked because it would be very unusual, really, for you know a, a catalogue of traditional folk songs to all be like, "Yeah, everything's great." No. That's not how <laughs> people, don't, people don't remember that. <laughs> like, folk music is passed down generations. People only remember the misery because it tells about a story. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like every country song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't sit there and go, oh, you know what? I'm in a great mood. I'm going to write some music." It doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> So we are. The world is shit. How can I do something? Yeah, like that? <laughs> yeah. That's, that probably hasn't changed in five hundred years or whatever. Oh, <laughs> I'll get flooded with messages later. I write happy songs, so I give you. So, what about this mix of? Um, we'll probably play some happy songs later, though. I have to eat those words. Yeah. I'm not against happy music. Anyway, um, what, so there's a mix here because obviously uh, the guitars, John, are very bluesy i think um as well as obviously right. the, yeah. the uh the singing is obviously you've got a beautiful voice and obviously speaking in a different language kind of adds another layer to it and then i thought simon the drums are very jazzy so there's this whole thing going on here where you've got yeah. all this like how did that come about is that personal styles coming into the band or how, how did you how did you get that mix it's amazing well i'm a jazz guy really that's um mostly what i do to be honest um and satnam just called me up and said do you want to be in the band (laughs) (laughs) oh yes what the hell why not (laughs) yeah that's pretty much what yeah that's pretty much how it goes down (laughs) how i how i sound really can't (laughs) can't get away from it unfortunately um i've um well when we started this we uh, we were sort of trying to make it sound in inverted commas, ethnic. It started on acoustic guitar and, and um, we quickly moved away from that and I thought, well, to make it more, um, I wanted to make it more hip, I suppose, is not, not the best word, but just find ways to make the sound not like other things, make it hip and at the same time be myself. 
speaking as the guitar player. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I, makes I, sense. I, I'm with it. I'm hip. Tucker, 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 Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I, sorry, with sorry. The, with there being no bass as well, it affects the uh, it affects what I do and what Simon does as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a bit more space to play it with no bass. How we play. Yeah. <laughs> so that was another question I had actually, because again, that's unusual. Um, there's a lot of bands now where it's just bass and drums. Uh, if you look at, like, you know, Royal Blood and various yeah. So, is that a, a conscious decision, or is that couldn't find a bass player you liked? Oh, a, mi- a mixture of the two. I think. <laughs> it's a mixture. It's a mixture. mixture. Okay. Yeah. So the position's still open. Uh, uh, you got to be the right uh, bass player. <laughs> really, very good. Um, I feel like you have to have like you've got you've got jazz, you've got blues, you've got. Uh, obviously, the Punjab influence. You'd have to have like a funk bass player or something just to add something different, maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, death metal bass player. <laughs> yeah, that'd work. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of fuzz, palm you. No, no. We, we, we thought about adding a double bass, but we've not really made our mind up. And I think, like, when we've uh, performed and even when we released um, Across the River last year, um, no one really well people kind of commented that actually they don't feel the lack of a bass player okay no it doesn't stand out because the way you play the guitar i think and because the way you sink in with the with the bass pedal with some of the root notes you sort of do the job of the the bass anyway yeah Yeah, i'm I'm trying my best but also simon's doing that with his kick as well and yeah yeah Yeah, i'm trying (laughs) so we're trying to build that up build the bottom end up like that really yeah so um do you think that's hard live yeah sorry to interrupt i was gonna say do you think that's hard live because obviously on a record you can sort of eq it and help yourselves out a little bit but live does it does it I was going to say, does it work? He just played a gig and he said I'm sure it works live but you know what I mean like do you miss the bass live I guess is the question No, No. no not really no I think that what you hear on our recordings is very, very close to how we sound live. Yeah, because they are live. Well, yeah. they are, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> so we record them as if we're doing them live. There's not much in the way of overdubs in there. No. Oh, cool. Okay. So how are you? How are you? Um, how are you recording? Where are you recording? What's the sort of process then as you're as you're doing that? We we record in the nave. It's a good, good studio in Leeds. Practice the songs and then recorded them all live, yeah. pretty much. So like all playing at once. Yeah. All in a big room, and then an old church. Yeah. Yeah, and then try to get it in one take or a few takes. <laughs> a few takes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one, like one guitar very hard. and sorry. One take is very very hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I don't think we've done that yet. <laughs> no, maybe a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so guitar and drums are normally in the room i'm in the room as well but in a like little in the booth booth vocal booth like self-made vocal booth but <laughs> yeah. 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 Off. yeah 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 see the bleed i suppose yeah um but yeah it's all it's it's just as if we were performing i think across the river we recorded all of the tracks like that yeah um yes. And on the next EP that will be out in July, um, there's some overdub parts, but not very many. 
Yeah. It's really cool because you get the energy, definitely. So it kind of clearly works. (laughs) Yeah, we try to keep our sound as live as possible, as if, you know, if you came to a gig that's what you would expect to hear right yeah we don't want to sound completely different if someone's coming to a game (laughs) yeah i think we've all seen a gig or two like that before so yeah (laughs) (laughs) it depends what you want to do doesn't it i mean i I was in a band once that deliberately like put loads into the recording loads of overdubs loads of layers loads of different things but there was only four of us we only got so many hands so live it was just like let's just do a stripped down rock and roll slightly punky kind of set but the recording was then you know, you're going to listen to this in a different environment so it's deliberately a different experience i basically wanted to be jimmy page i wasn't wasn't quite there, <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all want to be jimmy page well exactly yeah i still want to be jimmy Page. i don't know why i said did like it was past tense i still want to be jimmy page. yeah sorry buddy this is a stopgap when jimmy page gives me the call i'm out of him so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm out baby i'm out <laughs> I'd actually probably carry on to us, but anyway. <laughs> this is too much fun. Um, but yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it, it sounds brilliant. And, you know, we both ordered the CD of, um, I was going to say Across the Sea, because that's the name of another band. That we, <laughs> across the River, which yeah. is the name of your, uh, of your EP. But yeah, we, we both ordered it. Absolutely love it. Uh, it was just, you know, seeing that come through was a um, nice little treat. Um, quite, <laughs> I have this thing with my wife where she goes, you got a package? And I go, oh, I wonder what it is. She goes, well, the CD shapes again. I'm like, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah. a CD. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one day I'm going to order some shelves to put the rest of the CDs on. Yeah, yeah. How many CDs have you got this time? No, no. Yeah. I, 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 I've, I've had to expand to everyone in a room for my vinyls. And, uh, yeah. Oh, nice. That's the dream. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And it's, it's a mix of uh, mainstream and indie. Plus, I have my indie shelf of CDs, cassettes, and some vinyls as well, which I'm running a room very quickly for that as well. So <laughs> I'm getting on expanding on a little bit too, so. You have to build yeah. an extension to the house. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll move to a bigger house. That that's the thing. Is well. like, is like I have a, I have a, I have a, right now for a while I've had a little bit of a of a merch addiction. So, like CDs, vinyls, <laughs> tapes, t-shirts. Like you name it, I, you name it, I, I probably bought it. So, <laughs> and it's all support, and it's all usually do, usually on Bandcamp Friday, depending on where the merch is being sold. But uh, either way, yeah, it was great, and. Uh, I did actually, even though we do have the single, I bought Baja Ray anyways, because why not? So, Oh, great. Yeah, Thanks. thank yeah. you for that. I noticed yesterday. <laughs> but, but even though we're sending music, nine times out of ten, Mike and I will buy it the following week or we till Bandcamp Friday to make our purchases. So, <laughs> and, yeah. But totally worth it. It's a nice way to support um, independent artists. So, yeah. Well, this is it. I could stream it, but... What you're gonna get for that? Yeah, yeah not a lot, really. Yeah, not Nothing. Not one thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not even a penny. I have to stream it three times before you get a penny, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or a bitcoin, <laughs> maybe three hundred. <laughs> or a bitcoin. Yeah, bitcoin. Yeah. I think a whole bitcoin is worth quite a lot, but maybe. I have no zero, idea. Zero, 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 zero. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 kind of crazy, and I don't get it either because I mean I do stream things. I'm not. Not saying that it's convenient and convenience will always win out, right? But there's nothing like having the physical product. And when I sit and listen to a CD or a record, I mean, I mostly buy CDs and mostly buy records. But you know, when I, when I sit and 
listen to it it's a different experience because i'm actively sitting and listening to that and enjoying that in a different way as opposed to sort of passively listening to it you know while at work or whatever else when i stream so i think they both have a place but it, it kind of amazes me that the you know whilst record sales and cd sales and so on are sort of going up they're still relatively a relatively small piece of the puzzle in in today's world but i think that experience is being missed by a lot of people because i think it's amazing um, yeah so i definitely good. agree I, i've got quite a lot of records at home i'm i'm big into listening yeah, to a lot of stuff yeah. i think it's great i think it's good as a musician yeah. too no. It's just it's just a wonderful experience. <laughs> it's just, oh, yeah. It's genuinely well, a good I would rather do that than sit and watch an hour, <laughs> several hours of something on telly, unless it was MasterChef, because I feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it's it's just a it's something I don't understand why more people don't do, don't they? Yeah, I agree. I, musicians don't do it sometimes as well. I find that crazy. Yeah, do you know, I meet more and more this isn't necessarily representative. I think most musicians do listen to other music. I think, you know, let's be honest, you get into music because you kind of go, oh, I want to do that because you hear something great. But I do meet more and more musicians who kind of go, oh, I don't really have the time to listen to other people's music because I'm sort of, you know, working, family, whatever. And then in my spare time, I'm working on my own music. And you're kind of like, but oh, yeah. you're just, you're in your own little, that's like sitting under a table in the evening or something, isn't it? rather than sitting, <laughs> sitting in the living room with everyone else. <laughs> so, so you you got to be involved. You've got to be at the party, I think. You've got to go and listen to stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, just looking at my strange quad- metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Man, just looking at my collection, I have such a wide variety of music. It just it's it varies so much. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, um, merch stations, I just got my uh, uh, Montreal uh, Jazz Festival uh, vinyl the other day. Holy crap, man! Is it ever amazing? <laughs> Nice, oh, nice. nice! Yeah, I absolutely love it. I I, I got into jazz uh, because of my of my dad, and uh, one thing that was kind of uh, kind of um, interesting was uh, 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 jazz guitarist. He's got it's like guitar and bass strings on, on his guitar, and he's got like probably at least seven albums. And his name is uh, Charlie Hunter. Oh, I and, don't know that guy. Right. So <laughs> his, one of his one of his best albums is called Shango. Wait, let me write this down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always interested. I'm all, you know, always interested. Charlie Hunter. Yep. And the this, the best album I think is called Shango, and the other the other good one is called Natty Dread. That's a Bob Marley record too. Natty yep. Dread. Yep. Yeah. And this is it's a great one. And it was funny because my dad introduced my brother and I to to Charlie Hunter, and then a few years later, I picked up a. Uh, uh, a solo album by Les Claypool from Primus and it was called uh, uh, Les Claypool and Highball for the Devil and there was a song in there called Me and Chuck and not too much later after that I found out that Chuck uh, was Chuck as in Charlie Hunter that he and Les Claypool oh. are great friends so the song was them playing together like oh my god it's amazing so yeah Me and Chuck and that was, he meant Charlie Hunter Oh, is he shred? Is he like a shredder, like a like Primus? Is he playing a lot? Like he, yeah, it was, it's a pretty cool song. The song's called Me and Chuck. And it's the, yeah okay cool yeah yeah no, I'll, I'll definitely check it out yeah. that sounds great yeah. I like Primus too. well I used to like Primus a lot when I was younger so yeah so it's 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 pretty cool so yeah anyways but back to your music I know we kind of strayed a little bit there but uh, um I, I tell you what though it's like our main aim for this show is that someone somewhere goes and checks out some new music it's not normally the guest. But fine, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> All right, well, uh, you know what? Why don't we take this opportunity to play the new Canera song? It's a song called Ba Ja Ray. Dig this. Mm-hmm. 
Right on. That was Canera with Bajare. Now, uh, this is your latest single and a really good one. And, and honestly, I just it, it's 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 not a bad thing, but it's it's almost hard to describe the music, even though you did to us. Like it's it's old uh, um, Punjabi like folk songs that have a, a new twist them. But man, does it ever sound good? Your your uh, uh, your your voice is amazing. I just love the whole. Um, uh, uh, dynamic of the band, it just always sounds so good, and it's like I can sit and listen to that stuff, uh, no problem, like all day. Oh, amazing, yeah, thanks, Thank thanks. You. Is that song um, they've crushed on as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's got one, sorry, it's got all sorts of crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff on that. <laughs> 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 it's got some overdubs in that. Percussion, percussion only and percussion. percussion only uh, but yeah Simon had to <laughs> come into the studio and play lots of uh, yeah, weird that? things <laughs> a piece of wood a piece of wood with a brush um, a banana shaker not a sweeping brush yeah you know a jazz, like a jazz brush a banana shaker the cricket well, it could have been, the maybe cricket yeah, yeah cricket smaller where did you even get that a real live cricket <laughs> yeah <laughs> how do you get them to sing in tune it's difficult. It depends on the size. Yeah. Just so good. <laughs> it depends on the size. <laughs> I love that idea. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love this song. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've listened to everything you've put out on Bandcamp so far, <clears throat> and um, and this is by far my favourite. And obviously, it's the newest one, so I guess that's a good sign for the future. But. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, obviously I love the other you know I'm not saying I don't like the old stuff I bought the CD and really enjoyed it <laughs> <Yeah. once. laughs> that could sound like an insult but no it's, it just sounds really really cool um, I really love it I also love there's a little thing in here I asked earlier about what the um, what some of the songs mean but you did write a line from this sort of it, it translated into English which says I yeah. twist a cob of millet on my palm that's how I get my moody beloved to come back around which I think is absolutely brilliant yeah. wow <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's literally the, the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Um, so what does the title mean, Bajare? And am I pronouncing Bajare. it badly? <laughs> Bajare is millet. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, I see. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, it's sometimes with the with Punjabi folk songs, the, um, I guess, the, the topic of them or the, the thing that they're about is a bit bit strange in translation. They're like, you know, there's there's this Kali Rang Dapparanda is about a, uh, like a black hair extension. Um, yeah. So there's some b- a bit strange topics. We'll do another one that's about um, a grey coloured cotton sheet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've got, uh, yeah, I think sometimes just translating into English, it it's um it's difficult to understand um i think because obviously these songs were written a long time ago and in india so you know they're probably about things that we don't know much about over here right yeah no, that's yeah. fair i mean why would we culturally yeah yeah <laughs> i mean whereas like my know. grandma might be like oh yeah i remember doing that but <laughs> you know we have no yeah. about it so <laughs> yeah how old are some of these songs then do you know, I'm not sure because they are folk. I'm not sure how far back they go, and I think in terms of um, records and things in, in India, there's probably not many of them. 
Fair enough. There's no yeah. way of knowing how yeah, well, You tried to look, didn't you? <laughs> I tried to find <laughs> nothing. Can't find anything about them. So presumably some of them could go back, you know, a very long time. Hundreds of years, probably. Mm. Well, here is an interesting one, isn't it? Because that's the Romeo and Juliet yeah. story. Yeah. So that sounds like it must be really old. Yeah. So um, here, which was on Across the River, yeah. um, that is about... Here and Ranja, who were the like one of the um, uh, Indian subcontinents equivalents of Romeo and Juliet. Okay, interesting. Um, and that is uh, one of the songs that we do. So that must date back quite, uh, you know, hundreds of years, probably. I would assume. Um, but that song is really popular. But it doesn't change much in terms of the subject because it is about that mm. that story yeah um, that but, yeah well we have uh we have just a couple minutes left here so i think uh, okay. uh last question is is what's up next for you guys what do you have planned like gigs music that sort of thing <laughs> uh, Not well we've afterwards. just done a gig tonight <laughs> 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 Where can we get we've tickets? Got, <laughs> yeah, yeah look, look, we've got a couple coming up in the next. We've got a few coming we've up. We've got a few coming up. We're still, I think, because of COVID and things, it's still difficult in some ways. Right. Um, obviously, it's we're a, a band. Way, we've been together since 2018, but actually, we've you know we've so we've done gigs, but they've been a bit sporadic because of lockdowns and restrictions. Right. Um, so we do need to, you know, we're looking for, for gigs, actively looking so that we can just try and get out there and get our music out to more people. The next thing would be an album, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. After this EP. So the EP comes out, um, on the 1st of July. And, um, after that, yeah, we, we are working on some original, um, oh, yeah, original tunes stuff. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so actually on this cool. EP coming up there's an original track um, nice. that John composed and yeah. then after this we'll be doing an album hopefully yeah. with more original stuff but also you know we'll still keep the Punjabi folk as well Right. Mm. Yeah. that'll always be there it will be yeah. yeah and the original stuff will still be have a lot of Indian elements in it yeah, yeah. are you singing that original in Punjabi or English? Um, haven't decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So it could be it could be both. Yeah, we talk, oh, nice. yeah, we've yeah. talked about a mixture of maybe Punjabi and English on on one of them. Um, but yeah, we're still um, we're just um, experimenting with what we've got at the moment. I love we'll that. <laughs> it feels like a real kind of, <clears throat> it's a real journey. It's a real kind of process, isn't it? And it's one of those things, I guess, where, you know, in a, in a sort of crude way where I sit and cover Neil Young songs uh-huh. or whatever, um, <laughs> because, uh, you know, an open mic night is kind of like that then influences what, what you write and things like that. And, and I think to take on, you know, almost to take on the project, you become guardians of this stuff, right? You become you know, guardians of, of the past and bastions of the future, if you like. Um, that was very poetic. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It? Yeah. It was so dramatic there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but you kind of, I, I think it, it sort of, it's really interesting to hear how that grows because obviously it's sort of, 
you know it's almost like you grow with it right and it and it kind of it grows with you and you grow with it if you like um, yeah definitely but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated yeah. to hear our music has changed like you know mm. since 2018 yeah it was definitely a journey and what? i think our sound is now I think it changes every time. It does, doesn't it? It does. Well, unfortunately, guys, uh, we're we're out of time, but thank you so much for joining us, and we'll definitely uh, talk to you again very soon. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great night. And you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Right on. So that was Canera, and uh, what a great interview that was. I'm going to call Mike back right now, but. uh, we probably could have gone on a lot longer with that interview, eh? I can't believe that. <laughs> that was super quick. But yeah, it really did. <laughs> so, uh, and I saw the time. Anyway, we went over a little bit, but not too much. But it's like, oh my God, is it quick? Uh, we could have gone on a lot longer. That's why we'll wait till the mm. EP comes out and try to hook up with them again in July. So, Yeah, definitely. But yeah, isn't that brilliant? The whole story and everything is absolutely fantastic. Um, and what they're doing, I think, is is brilliant i really love it i was very excited for for this interview so yeah it was nice to get all the kind of background and how it worked but a big Mm. thank you to canera for the interview uh guys we had a great time and we can't wait to do it again soon and uh definitely looking forward to the new ep coming out in july so that should be cool and especially it's going to be an english pujama mix that'd be pretty cool so yeah definitely no i'm looking forward to that it's gonna be really good i I mean i always don't care what they do it sounds like it's gonna be brilliant anyway (laughs) (laughs) they can say oh yeah we've now become a a, you know full-on jazz fusion i'm like yeah okay i'm sure you can pull that off (laughs) i think you sort of trust them. They can sort of do it. Do you know what I mean? They're clearly very talented musicians. So, um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Really, really enjoyed that interview. Thought they were excellent. Oh, man. Next up, we have uh, one of three NMS uh, exclusives world premieres. So, this is the world premiere hashtag NMS exclusive of the brand new Operation Neptune Spear. The song's called Legacy of Pain. Dig this. Bacon! <coughs>
world premiere of the new Operation Neptune Spears song called Legacy of Pain and holy crap man was that ever heavy I mean it just like I, I, his vocals are always great and it was funny too because we, before I said, the, I said the song over I said um, you know, I can't wait to hear it like it goes oh yeah it goes I think I've got a little bit Elvis in this one I was like uh, I'm sure I'll still, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I'll still like it anyways <clears throat> but man it's, what, a, what a great tune and the, the lyrics were always fucking gold man yeah, absolutely. I really like. Um, there's been a there's a bit there's the nice bit of progression with his stuff. Like the more recent songs have moved in this direction, where it's now it's got a bit more of a um, bit of a Megadeth vibe. Bit of a yeah, 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 vibe, nice. Bit of Anthrax, that kind of early thrash kind of vibe, where it's got the you know the melodic lead parts. It's got the runs that that um, he does on the octave. That one's got that sort of spoken bit where it sounds, you know, he's got the evil voice and he's speaking like this. And it just sounds really cool. Like, it's, it's just... Uh, Hell, it's me, worked. meet the real me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, right, it's brilliant. And like you say, that, you know, lyrically, it's always really sort of on point. Um, you know, it kind, of, it kind of, you know, points out what's going on, which is really good. Um, but yeah, musically, it's, it's, you know, it's big, it's loud, it's heavy, but it, there's definitely more and more melody um, coming in, which, which just adds that little extra layer, um, which is really cool. Now that I've said that out loud, I'm fully expecting him to just, you know, throw out something <laughs> the opposite next time, because why not? But yeah, I absolutely love it. I think it's fantastic. There's a whole range of 
I guess what I'm saying is that when I first heard him, it sounded more like groove metal. It was more like Pantera, and now it's like yeah. different kind of metal. He's, he's just hitting those, you know, genres of heavy metal. He's blending them all into one and creating Man. something loud, heavy, and awesome. Speaking, Love it. Speaking of uh, metal, like Friday, it's pretty much almost always do it all day except for one break, and I can kind of do one of those huge drops, like like uh, you, you, you go from well, almost all metal to Coldplay, right? So like, oh wow! But yeah, yeah no, I know, right? Well, it was, it was kind of kind of, kind of it was it was the the quote unquote the mood, right? But for the most part, the being in the morning, you know, I was listening to this Slipknot, and then I moved on to Pantera, and like so, I went through a couple albums and. I, I went to uh, um, uh, it's called uh, uh, Far Beyond Driven. Oh yeah, great. So, and uh, it's cool too because like uh, one thing I, I've seen and this is in relation to this one thing I've seen, seen on TikTok they have the, the don't headbang challenge so there's like four or five songs they get you get trying to headbang and for them simply destruction there's like a there's a Sabbath song in there too and like and. Uh, and uh, I was thinking, like, for, for some, of the, some of the songs, like, I was like, man, like, especially five minutes long, you know, and I was like, I, I can't help, like, yes, fucking right. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, there you have it. So, uh, next up, we have uh, brand new $8 rum with a song called Undead. Do this. I'm back from the Legend. 
Right on. Eight dollars rum with uh, a song called "Undead," and you know what? Uh, and uh, again, featuring uh, uh, Melanie Cole and Ben. Uh, but what a great tune! It is definitely eighties vibe to it. And Lauren, as he put in the, in the email, he says kind of back to rock and roll roots to the disco and funk sort of thing. So like, cool, cool, right on. Like, like, yep, okay, let's go to part one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah man definitely it's cool isn't it because it's got like almost a surf rock thing going on yeah. in places as well um surf rock horror punk rock and roll just awesomeness i love it it's just got mm-hmm. a bit of everything but yeah I, I love all the squealing guitars and i love the um the way that riff just kind of comes in and out like it's not forced it's not done over the vocal it's not done or under the vocal it's you know just sing and play it's got a real led zeppelin rival sons sort of thing going on um, yeah, it's just class. I can imagine. I can imagine just these must be there. Pair of sunglasses on the <laughs> beach, ripping that out into his laptop, I guess, or having people record music. But yeah, it, it it just feels like he must have been really super chilled at the time, because otherwise, the temptation as a guitarist is to go, let's put more guitar in. But he's just kind of paired it back and made it sound awesome. I love it. <laughs> Rock and roll. What's this little over the corner? Okay, just stop. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Okay, so uh, next up, um, actually, just before we get going, uh, I I did have, I know this is kind of off topic, but uh, concerning streaming apps, I I did have Disney a while ago and I canceled it. I'm not going to pay for it, whatever. But because of a new contract I did with my cell phone, with the, the company with the internet, I got a new modem, which is actually cheaper, which is awesome. So we get six months free. It's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Yep, I'm going to do that again. Just more more, more or less specifically for, like, Family Guy and The Simpsons. They do have some cool movies on there, too. Like, some, like, on, on uh, it's, like, it's kind of part of the app. But, uh, yeah, so it's like, uh, so I've been watching a mix of, like, Family Guy and Simpsons. So. Nice, nice. <laughs> You're back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph always, always kills me, especially uh, William. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, no, this is um nine one two. All right, so <clears throat> next up we have brand new Dark Capricorn Rising and a song called "In the Name of the Lord." And I know what thing I think of right away is Paul Fishin. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Like, 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 so. <laughs> that was quite terrifying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, I tried to. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just going to go now. Like, <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How end its call? Like, <laughs> so, so. I, think, I think you just played the song at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go with Dark Capricorn Rising, the song called In the Name of the Lord. Dig this.
Capricorn rising within the name of the Lord, man. Definitely some heavy A's influence in there. Uh, uh, primarily uh, Judas Priest and a couple, uh, uh, um, let's say, early Van Halen uh, during the Dumb and Dave days. Uh, um, um, guitarist in there as well. A little bit of Megadeth, you know, but man, it was a great song. And uh, yeah, he, he uh, promptly emails us at least two or three times a week. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> It's nice to get in touch. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, I, to be honest, you sort of took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say something along the lines of Holy Judas Priest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that no, is great. I mean, you know, the beginning of that, the intro to that, is, is it rings so true, isn't it? All these televangelists and all that. I can't believe we're in yeah. 2022 and, and religion still exists in many ways, but um, <clears throat> it does. I've just alienated some of our audience, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it. it it does, and uh, some people take advantage of that. So um, I'm glad people are writing songs about it, and I'm glad they're doing it in a Judas Priest '80s metal style because it's very difficult not to headbang to that one as well. That should be on yeah. that TikTok app. You're <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's, it's, it's a trend, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, I was talking about. Uh, so, wicked guitar work as well, though, man. Yeah. The solo is brilliant in that. Like he's a super talented guitarist. Um, I say he, I think it's a he, the guitarist. But yeah, very, very good, very, very good. Right on, man. Well, next we have brand new Heart and Bows featuring Allison Stanton from Cynthia, and she does a, a, a duet with uh, a Mr. Ron Bows, and she does sing throughout the song as well. So this is a great tune. So this is Ships That Pass, and this is Heart and Bows featuring Allison Stanton from Cynthia. I dig this. Chance for love 
Right on, heart and bows. And I tell you, when I first heard the song, I was not expecting the, the piano intro, but man, it's so cool. And that duet he does with Alison Stanton from Cynthia, uh, Rock Hearts, uh, other band. Man, what that sounded amazing! Like they just such a great, you know, the, the guitar was amazing. Like, like it was such a great song out there. I'm not sure even where to start, honestly. Like the, I guess like the vocals first, both of them, both Ron Bowles and, and Allison, and then Rocker Hartman just fucking tearing it up, and it's like it does great stuff. It really is. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, the the, the I was going to say the uh, the Ron Bays collaboration, the Heart and Bays collaboration is what I meant to say, uh, is amazing anyway, and you know, adding in. Uh, Alison from from Cynthia adds a whole new dynamic. When, you know her singing that duet part is fantastic. It's a beautiful tune. The like you say, the piano is absolutely brilliant. But the whole thing uh, is just really, really well done. Like Ron's voice is excellent. He's obviously gone. Oh, I'm singing with someone who's got. You know, I mean, he's got a great voice, but she's got this incredible voice. He's obviously gone. Oh, I really ought to try really hard for this sort of thing because he's he's sort of absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Like he sounds better than ever. But um, yeah, and, and the guitar, like you say, is just it's wonderful. I, I really like the the style of his guitar playing. He does this thing, particularly when he's leading into solos, where he kind yes. of just slightly palm it and sort of gets a bit shreddy and then lets it go and goes, it's just yeah it just sounds fantastic absolutely brilliant as a guitarist you just go yeah <laughs> can we have some more of that please <laughs> yes please <laughs> um, yeah absolutely fantastic brilliant team all right well next up uh, we have a brand new uh grim rock and we started following each other on instagram then twitter the whole thing and this guy's got some great stuff and pretty sure and i, I apologize if i'm wrong but pretty sure on tiktok as well but he sends a couple songs and the first one we're gonna well the one we're gonna play tonight is called one called the saddest rain so here we go with grim rock and the saddest rain dig this
right on grim rock with the status rain and man that had 90s alternative grunge rock written all over it was so good and that one soul man actually remind me of like jerry cantrell like it was definitely an allison Chains sort of thing right like it's pretty badass man like, i really enjoyed the song so thank you so much for submitting yeah absolutely fantastic it, it actually it mostly reminded me of the pixies nice um, good call yeah like Doolittle. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, that, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I mean, that was just very, very cool. I like the sort of almost like effortless vocal. It was just like, I am going to tell you what I think right now, <laughs> which was really good. Um, yeah, the whole thing I thought was was cool. Good arrangement on that song as well. Um, and it just sounded like it was having fun, to be honest with you. Like that, that solo was kind of like, I'm just playing and. I'm enjoying myself. You're like, yeah, so am I now. Thank you. That's <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> so, uh, what do you want me to say? I liked it. No, 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 I was kind of lost there for a second. I was like, okay, where am I? That's I think, right. 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 Just... How about no? <laughs> like, you know, like, uh... Brilliant. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> Probably wise. Yeah, we have uh, a few more songs up to get to here uh, tonight for part one and some great ones. So next up is a band called Ring Them Bells, and the song's called Evil Twin, <laughs> which is some of a cliche meaning. You know, it's like, oh, that's my evil twin. So it wasn't music. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it was um, Bob over here. <laughs> right, Bob? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but this is a great tune. So it's a band called Ring Them Bells. And the song's called Evil Town. Do this.
It's hard to spot him, but here's a clue. It looks like anyone, maybe even you, take a walk in his shoes. You'll get the evil twin blues. them bells from Denmark and the song is called Evil Twin and you know what it uh, more I think about it more because I've heard it uh, a few times the more I think about it it actually reminds me of uh, Radiohead and something especially off of Kid A uh, don't remember the name of the song but it's like, everyone everyone around here everyone is so fear but it's 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 on yes. it's, it's on it's on Kid A though. But this was a badass tune, man. I really the, really enjoyed um, this one. The, uh, the national anthem. Yes, yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. But this was a great tune. Like the whole mix was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it's a brilliant song. It actually reminded me of Ocean Color Scene. Um, that's what I was getting out of that proper kind of nineties vibes. I love that big dirty bass though. That was a nice little touch, wasn't it? It's just like. <laughs> Yeah, whatever it was there, but yeah, it was, that was lush. Um, very, very cool tune. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, it's always. It, I, I know it's kind of like every week and every other song is from somewhere random, but it's just it's amazing to think you know we've just played. You know, there's been a bands from the US, from the UK, Denmark, um, and you know the first band we played obviously were UK based, but had a Punjabi right. um, like, you know, <laughs> song in it, which is pretty amazing. And you just think, God, there's some crazy stuff that we're playing here like it's just truly global which i absolutely love uh but yeah denmark is pretty cool it sounds like ocean color scenes it turns out so nice one ring them bells i love it <laughs> <laughs> right on well we have two more songs left for part one here tonight next up is a new band called giant walker and the song is called all we have is gone dig this Thank you. 
Right on. Giant Walker with All We Have Is Gone. Man, that was a great tune. I love her voice. And again, man, it was like some alternative mix in there with some like uh, new metal-ish uh, vibes. But man, what a great tune. Like, what a, and the vocals were awesome. I love her voice. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. It's you know big, heavy, in-your-face kind of rocking tune. Uh, the vocals are really, really powerful. Um the, the guitar solo man i love that guitar solo that was fucking excellent um, but yeah the whole thing was just really good just a you know, different different kind of mix of riffs and the way it took you on that musical journey was pretty Actually, superb you know what remind me of too is like i remember about mm. jane's addiction yeah definitely definitely yeah. had a bit the, of that the reason yeah. why i point that out too is because the other day on the way to work i was listening to uh summertime rolls off nothing shocking yeah like oh yeah yeah that does sound pretty cool so we have yeah. one more song to get to here for part one and uh if you kind of look at the song tells it's kind of a happy accent so all we have is gone to now the last time of part one is the sound ninja with song called the end <laughs> so <laughs> it's a great, but it's a great tune the new album is out right now on Bandcamp so go ahead and buy it uh, I, I did <laughs> so but on Bandcamp Friday so it's really good and I did get a preview of the album before but either way uh, totally worth it and so pick his album up on Bandcamp right now under the Sound Ninja so here goes the Sound Ninja and a song called The End dig this
right on the sound ninja with the end uh what a great finish to part one there man that was just super heavy and i love the acoustic start to the show uh, to this song like man that was great like the whole album is really good and uh you know this this, this song is very exceptional like i love this tune the end by the sound ninja yeah, absolutely brilliant tune. Just, you know, you're right, the whole album is fantastic. It's really, really class, actually. Um, there's a whole load of stuff that sort of runs through it, ties it all together, sounds brilliant as a complete piece. Um, it, and it just it just kind of works for me. But, um, yeah, really enjoy that album. That song in particular is fantastic. It's just got this, I don't know, um, I can't think what the word is. It's, it's almost kind of uplifting, but it's, it's you know, it's done in a grungy rock and roll kind of uplifting way not in a cheesy done it now <laughs> yeah <laughs> why it's the wrong word <laughs> anyway uh, but yeah no, it's just got good vibes I absolutely love it I think it's really 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 well done the, the guitars are absolutely lush in it. Um, sounds brilliant mate right on well that's gonna do for part one we'll be back for part two in about 15-20 minutes roughly so until then uh, we'll talk to you soon and let uh, Dr. Greer take us out do this <laughs> Memory banks of the supercomputer. <clears throat> Shrinky-dink that! Trigger out.